Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life. VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. We are the granddaughters of the witches they could not burn. New t-shirt up on my website at LizRaofficial.com. Use my exclusive promo code just for you, Witches21, for 25% off this exclusive new item. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life with Liz. Um, what is it about short work weeks that just seem the longest? You know, that, that Tuesday is always just terrible because you're trying to do everything you would normally do on Monday and combine it with everything you would normally do on a Tuesday. And it is like the wolves were set free. I like it was what a week. What a terrible week. Um, I did keep my diet clean until the weekend, and then I drank way too much wine, like way, way, way too much wine. So I'm going to do a 30-day challenge of keeping my diet 100% clean, and I encourage you to come along with me. Now, my husband's already scared because anytime I, like, restrict myself or, you know, use the word diet, um, you know, I get a little hangry, a little mean. And uh, he's not looking forward to it. But go with me. Make the rest of this month dry June. And let's keep it clean. So I'm kind of losing my voice. Bear with me on my podcast. If you hear me sipping my water, you know, just trying to get that liquid in. But, you know, because I totally blew my diet um, and really have for a couple of weeks now, because I think we talked about this, just so much going on, I am going back to... The basics when it comes to breaking a stall. So if you're new to this podcast, a gastric sleeve stall, because that's what I had, VSG surgery, um, so I have the gastric sleeve, but um, it's a period of time when your weight loss is interrupted, you fail to lose weight, or you start regaining weight. Our bodies naturally get stalled from time to time. This isn't just a weight loss stall. This is, hey, I'm not losing weight because I'm not following the rules. So I'm my own worst enemy. I think we all are. And we always talk about how it's up to us to make the decisions to succeed. So we're going to make decisions to succeed. We're going to go back to the basics. And today I'm going to talk about the five tips to break a weight loss stall. The first one, very, very simple. Start moving. Exercise is the best way to break a stall because your body will generate endorphins, that'll make you feel happier, and happy people just don't shoot their husbands. If you know where that line is from, you're a winner. Um, but in all actuality, you will feel better the more you move. And yes, you burn calories, but mentally, you have to be like, how do I want to say this? The mental component of breaking a stall is just as big as the physical um caloric burn of well as well as um you know when you move I can't talk today whatever thank you for listening I like okay so a couple of things you can do you can find a cycle class you can um you can I don't like to cycle so I like to go for a walk I like to go for a hike find someone who would go on a hike with you or do you do it for a little bit of self-care find some music you like get some earbuds and just just set on on a walk you guys easiest way to do. I do like to do yoga, but I've also been like 
deep cleaning my house, and and that's kind of got me moving too. And the more I move, the more I keep going. So it's just my best tip. Number one, start moving. Number two, change up your eating. Let's say you hit a weight loss stall and you've been following all the rules. Your body's just getting used to the, the rhythm and everything you're eating. So change it up. Change up what you're eating. A lot of times people aren't eating enough calories. They're trying to limit themselves. I talked to somebody the other day who was like, I'm going to eat 500 calories a day. And I was like, so you like being anorexic? I just, I mean, that's not healthy. We do it when we first come out of surgery because we're only on liquids. But the moment you can get your calorie intake up, you should. So don't break a stall by starving yourself. Just change up your diet. Um, You know, it's not a one-fits-all-size solution, this program. So you really have to change up how you're eating, how you're getting your protein sometimes. You know, I do fish all the time, but sometimes I have to switch that around and I go to tofu or I go to eggs. Um, I go to beans. So really keep it interesting. Tip number three, keep a food journal. This is where I slacked. I quit tracking my food, you guys. It's the tip I, you know... Everyone tells you to track your food. It's so important. It keeps you, like, motivated. I quit tracking my food. This is my own fault. I take accountability for it, and I'm going to keep tracking it. So I'm going to get back on the food app wagon. So you don't have to keep a physical journal. You know, everyone has, like, a MyFitnessPal or BariatricPal. You know, I like to use MyPlate. So find something, track your food. That'll help keep it clean. Tip number four, set new weight loss goals. You know, I'm almost a year out of surgery now, so to think I'm going to lose 20 pounds this month is just not a realistic goal. I am in into the part of this journey where I just want to maintain. I don't want to get any smaller. I It's making my face look haggard. Um, you know, my skin and fat is hanging off my arms, So because I have no muscle tone whatsoever in my arms. Um you know, I don't really want to lose any more weight because it, realistically, once you reach a certain age and you start to lose body fat, you also start to look older. And dare I say it, a little haggardy. And I'm looking a little haggardy. Um, so my weight loss goal will simply be like one pound over the next month because, again, I'm more into the maintenance side of it, but I would like to hit um, a very specific goal by July 7th, which is my one-year anniversary. So I have one month. Um, but be realistic. Talk to your nutritionist. And number five is be patient during a stall. It's not going to break overnight. And, you know, we talk about Instagram all the time and how I watch people and and they're like, oh, well, you know, I did a cleanse this week and I lost nine pounds. Like, that's not realistic. It's not going to stay. And you have to do this journey right if you're going to do it. So track the food, keep it clean, get moving, and let time heal all. I mean, it really just takes time to lose it and truly lose it, not fast and not um, take your body back into starvation mode. You want to lose it naturally. Um, So... With that being said, this podcast probably wasn't very entertaining this week. I apologize. Um, But weight loss is really, it's a never-ending battle. Bariatric patients must be determined and motivated to follow best practices for eating, exercising, lifestyle changes, 
So we're all going to hit plateaus. We're all going to hit stalls. They aren't natural, but it's your decision and how you take it back, right? How you take back control makes the difference. You know, if you gain three pounds, don't be like, oh, I already gained three pounds. I might as well eat this. Like, that's not, that's not good. It's not a good way to look at it. Um, you know, I have admitted I quit tracking my food, which allowed me to really make mistakes and knowingly make mistakes because in my head I was like, oh, it's not really that bad or oh, I had this many grams today. And you just start making those excuses. And excuses don't work in this this role, this lifestyle on the bariatric program. So I am going to take it, take it back. I'm going to take back my life, take back my diet, keep it clean, get my water, um, up there, my water goals, my protein goals, and keep my carbs down. That's always a hard one because wine equals carbs, but I'm going to go clean the rest of the month. Let's do a dry June. Dry June. Do it with me. Um, with that being said, I am coming up on my one year, and it like kind of freaks me out how fast this year went. You know, I started off in quarantine. I did the six months of classes, had my surgery last July, was still quarantined the pretty much the rest of the year. I mean, still pretty, like, re- remote, homebound. Um, I took my first trip November of last year, and that was pretty, pretty difficult. But overall, like, it just flew by so fast. And I remember at the beginning, like, I was, wasn't scared, but you're just like, what's, what's going to happen? You're in this area of your life where you just don't know how your life is going to be in a year. And the thing is, is that you do go back to a normal life. You do go back to being able to socialize and go out. And, you know, it feels really nice now to buy new clothes or just to wear clothes in general that aren't yoga pants because I haven't seen anyone for so long that when they see me now, it's almost like they don't even notice there was a difference, which is kind of nice. Because I don't like to think back about when I was a total fat ass. You know what I mean? Um, You know, I was home over the weekend and my friend said, I'm so proud of you and everything you've done. And kind of took me back because I was like, what did I do? And she's like, well, you just, you you took control. Um, And so with this stall that I'm in or with any stall that you're in, just take control back. That's all you have to do. And don't stress about it. You can always fix whatever the diet mistake was, right? So don't shame yourself. Just acknowledge that you need to get back on track and do the work. That's all I can say. Um, With that being said, there's another topic I wanted to talk about today to where on one of my Facebook boards, someone said, you know, how did you decide who to tell about your surgery? And there were a lot of people who were like, I didn't tell anyone. They would just judge. Um, People just keep giving me opinions about how they lose weight and how I don't need the surgery. And, you know, we've all heard it, right? I tell everyone. I think there is a stigma out there about weight loss surgeries. And, you know, people always have this impression, right, that you can just eat anything, but you're just eating less. And that's not the case. And so it's really up to us who are on this journey and this path to to bring more awareness to the weight loss um, surgery community. I mean, we all are bariatric, 
bariatric pals, right? Bariatric buddies. And we've all gone through something that creates an instant connection and an instant community. And I don't want to, you know, talk to my, my friends in this community and they feel like shamed or ashamed of themselves and that they can't talk openly about their journey with their friends. That like hurts my heart because they're going to notice you're losing weight. They're going to notice your foods are restricted. Your portion controls are restricted. Be honest. That is my best advice. And if someone can't listen to you for you, maybe they're not really a friend. So I just think it's my personal opinion we have to live life open and honestly in all facets of our, our world. And it's up to you and how you explain your decision. But ultimately, as long as it's coming from you, anyone in your life who loves you will respect your decision. And overall, if you're hiding the fact that you went through surgery, think about what else you hid before you had surgery. So many of us used to hide how much we ate or hide our bodies in bigger, baggier clothes or, you know, not go out because we were embarrassed. So you have to get yourself out of the mindset that your body really defines you because at the end of the day, you're not doing this surgery or this lifestyle just for your body and how you appear to others. You're doing it for your health, your well-being, longevity of life. And that all starts within. And that's really what's important. I don't talk about how much weight I've lost with my friends. I talk about how much better I feel. And there lies the difference. So take that for what it is. I love you. I think you're doing amazing. And keep up your good work. And join me for the rest of the month as dry June. <laughs> all right. Um, I will talk to you all later, but hey, check out my website. I did just upload a new t-shirt I'm very, very excited for. It's called, um, the t-shirt is called Witches They Could Not Burn, but the shirt itself says we are the granddaughters of the witches they could not burn. Total, um, you know, a girl power kind of mentality. We are strong, we are resilient, we are multifaceted, and we deserve to, as women, sorry men if you're listening, but as women, we deserve to have our own voice and be strong within, and that goes for our bariatric lifestyle as well. It's our voice, and be strong with it. All right, y'all, let's talk soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life with Liz.